Hello, I'm Gary Fogle. Welcome to Kentucky Sports Memories. And this week, we look at the former Lee County High basketball great and former UK Wildcat, Larry Stamper. At Watson's, we've been delivering all the family fun and relaxation to our local community for over 50 years. Our mission is to provide high-quality home recreational products and home furnishings to our customers that bring families and friends together for a break from the daily stresses of life. Shop the largest local selection of in-stock products for your home, inside and out, and get the guaranteed lowest price in the USA. Only at Watson's. We have all the fun. Lee County over in eastern Kentucky is one of the smallest counties in the state. As far as I can tell, Lee County High is the only high school they've ever had in that county. And in 1968, they did something they'd never done before. The boys basketball team went to the Sweet 16. Not only went to the Sweet 16, made it all the way to the semifinals before losing in overtime. They were led by six foot six inch junior Larry Stamper, who went on to play at the University of Kentucky. We'll get to UK later, but first let's talk about that Sweet 16 appearance back in 1968. And I talked to Larry about that. How big of a deal was that to the people in Lee County? Um, they uh, they closed the streets. <laughs> they uh, businesses and things because uh, that's the first time they'd ever, ever gone to the state tournament. So it was just a spectacular deal and, and just seemed like a dream even even now that uh, that happened to a little town like we had and now you say they shut down the stores you mean they shut down the stores on when you all played in the sweet 16 oh. so everybody could go to the games oh yeah they everything there was there was a lot of people there yeah somebody said well if you're going to rob a bank this would be the time to do it because everybody in Lee County was at the state tournament. That's pretty much it. Do you stay in touch with any of those teammates? Oh, uh, yes. Uh, I I see several of them uh, different different times. Some of them live in different states and things now, but we've uh, kind of kept up. That special bond they built more than 50 years ago by going to the Sweet 16 together keeps them in touch today. So that Sweet 16 appearance by Larry Stamper earned him the attention of Coach Adolph Rupp. And a year later, when Stamper graduated in 1969, Rupp offered him a scholarship. And I talked with him about that moment. You get recruited by Adolph Rupp to go to UK. I assume that was a dream come true. I said if somebody had told me when I started playing ball that I was going to go to University of Kentucky and play ball, I'd have said, no, you must be kind of crazy. And people recruited me out of different people. Uh, C.M. Newton was the coach at Alabama. I visited Alabama. That's the first time I was ever on an airplane and flew to Alabama and visited there. And some other college, I had hundreds probably of colleges that sent letters and well, what was your UK experience like? Did you enjoy it? Very much. It's, uh, you become like a pretty much like a celebrity playing basketball. I said, uh, like a I don't know. I always consider it uh, being a rock star everywhere you would go. It was an experience of a lifetime, and became even a greater experience the older I got to realize what uh, 
privilege that it was to be just a tiny, tiny part of something that's so big for all of the fans and, and the people of the state of Kentucky. Rupp was known as being hard-nosed. Did you get along with him okay? Did you like playing for him? Uh, I got along with Coach Rupp real well. I, I kind of was like stubborn, physical player, hard-nosed, and he he liked me. <laughs> and he was a crowd favorite, too, although he did have to adapt his game a little bit from how he had played in high school. You took on sort of a different role at UK because in high school you were, you averaged nearly 30 points a game. You were a big-time scorer, big-time rebounder. But when you got to UK, they had scorers. So you kind of took on a different role there and played a different way than you did in high school. Yeah, I, I kid Jim Andrews a lot. I said, if I know, what I know now, you wouldn't have got the ball passed to you so much, I would have shot it. You'd have to rebound if I missed it. <laughs> so we – we kid each other. We're really good friends today. Actually, I played golf with him just a week or two ago in Florida. So he goes from being a scorer in high school to a guy at UK who was a very physical player and played tough defense. And that's what got him minutes on the floor. I created all my defensive ability and things. was uh, I had to guard Larry Steele for two years, my freshman and sophomore year. My freshman year, we practiced against Issel and Pratt and Larry Steele and those guys, and I had to guard Larry every day, which he ended up playing for the Portland Trailblazers for nine years. And I said, that's where I learned to play defense because I figured if I was ever going to play, I had to learn to play defense and do that because if you do that, then scoring will come enough that you can play. Well, speaking of scoring, there was one game in particular where his offense saved UK. In the game against Austin P, first round of the NCAA tournament, your senior year, where you had 10 points, it was a big night for you. What was different about that game? Well, I, I comment about that, and I say what was big about it was Kevin Greeby got assists. Those were his only assists at UK. <laughs> and, and I saw Kevin Greeby this past game at the – I, I kidded Grevy all the time. I said, that's the only assist he ever had. You were one of the few players to play for both Rupp and Coach Hall. How was it making that transition your senior year, Coach Hall's first year? Well, he would play a few more people. He would do different things. And uh, kind of wanted to get away from trying to be in the shadow of Coach Rupp. And, uh, and I talked to him about that and I said really coach I said you're you're probably the only only coach in in college basketball that ever succeeded in succeeding a legendary coach and be successful at Watson's we've been delivering all the family fun and relaxation to our local community for over 50 years our mission is to provide high-quality home recreational products and home furnishings to our customers that bring families and friends together for a break from the daily stresses of life. Shop the largest local selection of in-stock products for your home, inside and out, and get the guaranteed lowest price in the USA. Only at Watson. Back when Larry Stamper came to the University of Kentucky out of Lee County High School in eastern Kentucky, this was in the late 60s. And back then, 
There was no such thing as one-and-dones and two-and-dones, or three-and-dones for that matter. Guys who came to college to play college basketball stuck around for four years before moving on to either the NBA, the ABA, which existed back then, or just out of basketball. But that's not the case now. Also today, there is the NIL, name, image, likeness, where players can make money that way. That didn't exist back when Larry Stamper played either. So I asked him about both of those and how he felt about them. Nowadays, UK has a lot of players who are one and done, two and done, that type of thing. Do you like that? Are you okay with that? Well, I'm okay with it. I'm, I, I can't, I can't begrudge anyone for wanting to go in the NBA or because you're going to school to be to have a career to make money to support yourself and your family. And now they've got it to where players can make money. And when I played, all the money you got was $15 a month from the athletics department. But they furnished food and shelter and books and school. So I, I don't know. There's a lot of things that go into context. And, and I always felt that players should get paid, but I'm not sure if they've discovered that's the right way they're doing it. And although he said he wouldn't begrudge anyone for leaving college early to go play in the NBA to make money, he would like them to see them stay all four years like they did back when he played, but uh, knows that's not likely ever going to be the case again. Anyway, my thanks to Larry Stamper talking with him this week. My thanks to you for listening. And as always, I hope you tune in next week. Hope you have a great weekend. I'll be back with you next week. Until then, I'm Gary Fogle, and this is Kentucky Sports Memories.